<clears throat> okay, very good. On another episode of the Soothing Semantics Podcast, I'm your host, Rafi Pinsky. Make sure to smash, slash, and dash the like button. Comment. Make sure to leave your comments and subscribe for all your real estate needs. Make sure to give me a ring. Selling, investing, buying, or renting. Give me a ring. Give me a call. Follow me on at Rafi the Realtor. You can shoot me a DM, and you can also find my contact info on Instagram as well. Without further ado, we have a mentalist, another Israeli. We have uh, the, this is the seven thousandth Israeli on my show, <laughs> and I, I'm very very proud to have many many more. Thank you, Yuval Teren, for coming. Thank you for inviting me, Rafi. It's my pleasure. Excited Rafi. to be here. It's my absolute pleasure. So, ladies and gents, I'm very excited for this podcast because. I haven't been a participant in any sort of magic or hypnosis in a very long time, and I wouldn't. I don't think this is what that is necessarily. Yeah, it's not I exactly that. Not hypnosis. <laughs> Yuval is a mentalist. He has been doing magic. He's been a magician since he's five. His family. He he comes from a family of magicians from Israel, and he's been on all all sorts of shows. He's been on radio shows in Israel. He's been on other podcasts, and it is an absolute pleasure to have you. And now you've been living in Israel, uh, been living in, in Florida for, for a little bit of time. Yes, a little bit since uh, August, but I lived in New Jersey before, so a little bit. You did some, you did some magic. You 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 made some cars disappear, or some, or you maybe you made some people disappear. Made uh, understanding uh, how their brain works. Yes, <laughs> and you, you he's upset some people in, in in Israel, and they they made him flee the country, and now he's he's uh, that, that's not what actually happened, as far as I know. <laughs> But uh, Yuval, it's it's really great to have you here, and uh, so just get, go into a little bit for us how you, how your family got into it and how you started at such a young age. So what I do today, I'm a human analyst, which means that I analyze people very good based on their body language, tone of voice. Um, the slogan that I go by is "Shake my hand and I'll tell you all about you." Um, so I started it uh, with. My family, I was born into a family of magicians. My parents, my siblings used to do shows all around Israel, all over the stages over there. Um, cut my mom in half, uh, shrink, um, and put together after that, of course. Um, and I was born into that magic world. And around five-year-old, I started to join, actually, the shows and start to perform and... Uh, make things float, disappear. And I grew up with a mindset of seeing different stuff that people perceive as impossible, mm -hmm. but I understand that there is a way to do things that are impossible. And I started to get more involved into the psychology world of magic. I started in, in many uh, card tricks and coins, and there are a lot of techniques that you need to practice that combine uh, misdirection and there is a lot of psychology in the magic world and i would say around the age of 12 i did my own uh, one-man show that was mainly psychological um, psychological magic i would say it was mind reading uh, as a mentalist it was mind reading and influence and magic effects entertaining show that includes mainly psychology and i started to perform for companies and at a certain age i saw that what i do people start to ask me questions about how do i do certain things or if it can help in other fields um, 
in life. And that's where I realized that the things that I did actually have an interesting knowledge that people can gain from and change their perspective about life, build more confidence, speak better, uh, because everything, everywhere we go, there are people. If we want to make something done, uh, if we want to achieve our goals, we must learn how to network, how to connect with people. Um, and that field of magic taught me very well how to uh, network, connect, and it brought me later to study and explore and participate in seminars specifically in the psychology world, self-improvement, um, hypnosis. I did an uh, NLP practitioner, master practitioner, uh, hypnosis, guided imagery. I, I went always to study until today. Um, I believe that we, to grow, we must listen, study more and more and more. It's endless. Mm -hmm. um, until I served in the army, uh, I joined as the first IDF mind reader. Uh, where they opened it for me. Um, I'm going to read my mind today, guys. It's going to be fun. <laughs> where I used to do both motivational shows and coaching and consultant for high-ranked officers and soldiers. Um, and uh, kept on going until uh, I got here today to your podcast. <laughs> it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure and honor. He's about to tell me everything I didn't know about myself. <laughs> okay, so... I'm sure I'm looking forward to you actually showing me what, what you're all about, meaning you're gonna, he's going to actually do some demonstrations, right? So how do you fit, fit this into your – because the, the truth of the matter is I do want to – I have more questions for you, but I know that the people watching are going to want to see what, what you're going to do because I know that that's what I would like. How do you – a good, really good question is how do you actually shake someone's hand and know things about them? What are things that – what are signs that they're lacking confidence, that they are confident? Yes. Yeah, so um, I would say that the things that I do and tell about people are separate for two things. One is the analysis that I can explain and teach. And, and some of it is uh, a lot of, about my intuition to a person. Um, because as I grew up, as I told you, I used to speak a lot with people and learn a lot about people. So my intuition towards understanding what will people do or how they will behave in a certain situation grew also. But if we think about a handshake, um, for example, if you would shake my hand right now. So you have a, a very strong handshake. Um, it has a present when you shake the hand. So it tells me about you as a person. You are a person that know how to deliver their message. You're if you go uh, in the emotional side, you are, I would say the things that people maybe, I, I don't know if people are aware of it, but you are very uh, emotional person in a good way. You have an high emotional intelligence. You have good intuition to people, um, but you also, uh, you know, each person have their own path in life. I would say that in your path, one of the main things was that you taught yourself to chase your dreams. Uh, and it's very interesting because may, I would say most of the people give up on their dreams and you had breakup moment, break, like breaking uh, moments, but mainly you kept consistent towards your dreams, even though, even though 
if it looked not quite, if it was a little bit blurry, you you were consistent. And I would say that's mainly thing that, that describes you, consistency. Um, and we can go even deeper, but uh, I don't know I'm if we have so time excited. for that. But I, uh, <laughs> I love this. No, it's just so true. So, I, I, so what I'm looking at is the strength of the handshake. I'm looking at um, if the person is offering the hand or is he bringing the hand face up or face down. Um, so there is a psychology also behind it. If Donald want. Trump, when he, when he twists his hand. So actually we want to offer the hand mm -hmm. um, to give an open palm. Open palms uh, show honesty, show truth. Um, of course, we want also to be honest people and uh, bring truth 100%. Um, because we can't, we can fake things, but until a certain moment, if you fake things for a long time, people will realize it's fake and not truth. You want to bring your true self to the world mm -hmm. in a light that people can see. You can bring the best you out. So when you give an open palm, actually, you bring more truth, more openness. Um, you actually say that you allow the person to be above you, kind of, uh, because you, if you have confidence in yourself, you don't need, you don't say I'm better than you. You say, all right, I let you be uh, kind of feel the boss. Mm -hmm. um, and in that way, people can feel more comfortable around you and um, feel better when speaking to you. They don't feel you are, uh, you don't, they don't feel um, condescending um, uh, feelings from you. So even like small changes with the handshake have a lot of psychology behind it, subconscious psychology that we want to be aware of. So how did I do it? Did I do it? Uh, like you, you did it well. You did it. Uh, I think I did it just like you this. did it straight. Did it straight yes. Yeah. Um, so there, there are a lot of a lot of games with the handshake. If it's it could be straight you know actually, I down up. I think I usually do shake hands this way just because that's how I've grown up to do it. But I think with women, I, I tend to do it more like this. Makes sense. Offering. Uh, yeah, I think I do because I when I, I just thinking and I usually sit, depends on what it is. Sometimes I'll give more of a firm handshake, especially if it's like a business meeting or a networking event. But if it's just someone I'm meeting anywhere, just some girl I'm meeting, say at a Jewish event, uh, the handshake might be a little more gentle. It's more more uh, welcoming, more uh, right. you can trust me. I'm here. You have a, when you offer the handshake, you allow people to lay their head on your shoulder, feel comfortable. Um, and that's mainly uh, what we want to do in when we connect with people and when we network. We want people to feel comfortable to speak with us. Mm -hmm. um, so we want to make sure that the way we speak, the way we behave, the way um, the way we do things allow people to feel calm, relaxed, comfortable. So they want to do business with us. They want to be friends with us. Uh, they want to speak with us. They allow people to want that don't force anything we don't want to force we want to allow people to feel good about it super accurate yeah it's it's important to have that attitude in all ways of life as a salesperson that's a big thing because sometimes especially if you need the sale right then you're just your inclination is like i need the sale and you come off as desperate and doesn't doesn't work in sales yes it's a big thing communication so mm -hmm. i i today i work i would say a lot with sales teams um and one of the main things that i explain first is that 
55 from our influence in communication comes from our body language, 38% from our tonality, from our tone of voice, and only 7% from our words. So it means that 93% from what we are saying does not come out of our mouth at all. So we want to be aware of that, that we speak not only with our words, but with our body language, with our tone of voice. When I speak with you right now, you hear my words, but I could say totally nonsense. But if I say it good, present it good, it will make sense for you. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, we want to make sure that we know, <laughs> we know what we're saying, because for a long term, if we look at things uh, for the long term, it, it wouldn't work. We want to make sure that the product we bring out to the world is something that we believe in, that we trust in, something that can help actually help people. Um, so if you do good, you get good. Uh, so that's also one of the things that you want to keep in mind, but be aware of body language, tone of voice. So all of the listeners right now, if you sit um, with your shoulders down, straight, bring them up, put mm -hmm. a smile in your face. Um, smile, something that people love. Uh, when people smile, it's easier to connect with them. Uh, if we go to a social event um, and we see someone that is smiling, we're more likely to feel comfortable around the person than someone that uh, does not smile. Sm those s little things can make people feel more comfortable around us. And that's the whole key of communication, comfortable. Right. Yeah, you're 100% right, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's important to be cognizant of that because there are times where I'm just not in, a, in, I'm not in the best mood. We get into our moods. And sometimes if I'm at a social gathering, I'm just not really in the mood to just go around laughing, especially if I don't know everyone there. But I don't know, it's really circumstantial, but I do very much understand that concept. It's hard for me. I'm not the type of person to fake a smile. It's hard for me to do that sort of thing. I'm either, if I meet somebody, I'm not going to be like, hey, you know, if I'm <laughs> going to a, to a seller, since I'm a realtor, hey, how are you? You know, look like I'm going to kill them. No, of course I'm going to, I'm going to be happy and smile. You, you know, even if I'm, even if maybe my day wasn't so fantastic, but I'm also, I think I'm very true to my emotions, you know, like I don't, I don't go around projecting negativity onto people. I try always to project positivity, but yeah, you know, if I'm in the, if I'm, you have your moods, if I'm upset about something, I don't necessarily project, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I try to kind of. We, be honest with myself. We can have moods, which is fine. We're humans. Right. Uh, we have ups and downs, and we want to be aware of that. Um, but also along that, we want to be aware that our mood can change in a second 100%. Uh, based on our thoughts. So if we understand how emotions and how, why the things that we feel actually, why do we feel them in a certain way? For example, there is uh, the reality that we, everything is perspective. We'll start with that. Um, and our perspective has influence uh, from certain things. So for example, uh, how does it work that we feel certain things and behave in a certain way? We see a reality. Um, for example, uh, we walked on the street and someone looked at us. Mm -hmm. It goes in, into our, uh, through our senses uh, and our brain bring on our own world to analyze it with our own thoughts and beliefs. And after that, 
it comes out as um, as a reaction based on what we saw in our own brain, in our so own world. True. We create our own story. Yes, it's we so create our own story. So if the story was, he looked at me because uh, oh, I knew I shouldn't walk with this shirt. I, I didn't like the color. Um, I knew that the gift wasn't good from uh, my friend. And then you start to get angry of your friend. Right. Um, or you could also look at it. Oh, the, he really liked my shirt probably. So it depends on the story. You don't know things for sure. So better to create a story that would be effective for you. Um, so everything that we do is changing perspective. And what I do with people today, if I do one-on-one -on -one or in lectures is about showing people that there is more than one perspectives to the situations they experience. And some people feel that they are more, uh, um, there are people that tell me, no, I, I can't be communicate with people or I can't network because I'm a shy person. That's who mm. I am. If you, um, define yourself as a shy person then that's who you are but if you define yourself as a person then you have many different parts in you there are moments that you feel happy sad confident less confident it's fine we want to make sure that we are, have access to those different um different skills that we already have in us that proves that lack of confidence will continue to manifest and, and and the same thing with happiness i find there are moments where i don't feel that happy i understand that happiness to me it really is a choice in my opinion it's it's a mindset so anytime anyone asks me hey man how's it going even if it's not going that great i'm gonna say hey man it's great because it's all perspective this is a cliche it's kind of cliche stuff but it's true it's how do you how are you looking at it um about happiness no, no, I was a rhetorical, rhetorical question. What I meant was, I have food, I have all my limbs, I can breathe, I have a roof over my head, I have a car, I have friends, I have family, like, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah that's true. Okay, that's so those things aren't going great, but it's all perspective. So I know that if I continue to say I'm happy, even if I don't always feel that way, I am going to feel that way much more often if I tell myself that I am. Because I'm also going to seek the happiness. Yeah, to be, it's, yeah. it's to be grateful for the things sure. we have. People always look after the things they don't have and, oh, I, I will never have that. Mm -hmm. um, but in When I was younger, you're less confident you do that, even though your intuition's telling you not to. You're just like, oh, okay. Now at an older age, if someone's just doing something I see as nonsense, I'm just like, dude, stop. <laughs> and then I just cut it out. And then they don't, they don't act that way anymore around me. I think certain people act that way until you check them until you let them know like i see what you're doing i know what you're doing stop doing it and then they're like okay you know yeah people also have like layers uh and the more you get to know them there are people that are more stressed when you get to know them more there are people that are more comfortable when you get to know them more but there are also we have layers and the deeper we go the more we know the person the more interesting the person is mm -hmm. the more stories the more we understand why people behave the way they behave. Yes. That's fascinating. People are fascinating. They really are. You know, what I also notice about people is when you really break it down, if you can communicate well, I find that most people are pretty good people. I have, I have faith. Like, I think even when people do shitty things because no one's perfect, when I can really sit down and get to know somebody, a lot of the time I'll understand why they do the things they do. It won't mean that I'm going to want to really be that close with them because if they have a tendency to do certain things in a certain way, I'll be like, I don't know if I can, if this is my person. 
but I won't necessarily have an animosity. I'll say, okay, I get why they do it, and they're not being bad to me, like they're nice to me. But I understand that it's also because I have those strong boundaries, you know? So that's, I don't know, once I communicate, I'm able to communicate well with somebody, I, I usually realize, okay, they're just like that because that their parents were like that. They grew up in a certain environment. It's what they're used to. And then when I peel back some layers, it's like, you know what, that person's not so bad. They're pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. The more we discover people, the more we know that they're actually good. I, yeah. I also, I believe that every person is good. And, but we have stories, things that we grew up on, things that uh, let us be who we are. Right. And we want to take a moment and stop. So for listeners right now, you can take a moment and write for yourself what are the things that you are good at where life who you are right now thanks to what things that happened in your life the both the bad and the good the way that you perceive bad and good um, and write for yourself who you became thanks to that what did you learn about life what can you do now thanks to that and you will find in that way certain skills and that you have that unique to you that you can actually teach other people and show other people and it will allow you to connect better with people and show your uniqueness in a group so be aware of your life story and who it brought you to be and what's special about it because each one of us has a special unique thing about us we just need to be aware of that and to dive deeper so asking the right questions will give us the right answers we'll dive deeper actually this is great this is very good so how can we get started a little bit with any of these experiments is, is there anything first off if there's anything that you want to mention i'm sure I'll, i'm gonna have other questions as we go but uh what do you what do you have for us so uh let, let's do a little game go ahead Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, I can bring the cards from over there. I'm going to do a little game. So um, I have here a deck of cards that everyone can see. What I would ask you to do, we'll give the cards a little mix. And in a moment, you're going to choose a card, look at it, and remember the card. So go ahead, just pull one card out. I'm going to throw you off a little bit. Doesn't matter. I look at the card. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, I see. It. Um, you can show the camera. I will look away. Yeah. Okay. You guys, you guys can see it. Very good. All right. So I'll take the card back and I'll show you how I started actually. So I don't know how how the camera will see, but I'll try to, um, I'll try to show it. You're gonna want the, the thing is probably blocking it. You want to do it a little bit higher. A little bit higher. All right. I don't know if it's you're gonna good. do it, yeah. No, you want to bring it clo as close as you can. All right. So we place your card in the middle of the deck. We're gonna <laughs> give the cards a little mix. Okay. Uh, let's see. I gotta learn how to do the bridge again. I used to do the bridge. <laughs> I used to play cards with my grandmother, and I was, a, I was to do it. This one. I was so good at the bridge, and and then I stood, years later I tried to do it, and it was terrible. <laughs> it's a lot of practice. I gotta do. There it. I gotta the... learn. I'm gonna sit there for four hours tonight. Just so. All I want you to do, so this is how I started actually. 
I learned, I practiced with cards many, many hours. And for example, what was the card that you chose? You can say it. I thought that defeats the whole purpose. You can say it, it's fine. King of Diamonds. King of Diamonds, right? This one, right? So I want you to follow this King of Diamonds. If I'm going to take this King of Diamonds, place it in the deck of cards, place it somewhere around the middle, snap my fingers. I want you to try and catch me. All I'm going to do is this move, and it was the King of Diamonds, right? It's like in reverse. It's like we experience life again. Um, and I want you to make sure there is no more than one King of Diamonds here. Only one, but we're gonna make it actually even um, even better by. I want you to look at this king this of is, diamonds. This is how he picks up women, guys. <laughs> it works. It works great. I just met him, but this is how he does it. Watch the king of diamonds. We're gonna place this on the side, push it in, and watch that. We're gonna do it only with half a deck of cards. Snap my fingers. Do this move. Oh, that's the eight of hearts. But your card was the king of diamonds, right? But you know what's the, the trick here? That it doesn't jump only halfway. It jumps all the way up. So you can see uh, the cards over here. I don't know if you can see it, but I want you to take the top card at this from this deck of cards, from the one that's sitting on the side and I haven't touched. Okay, read and it. see what card it is. <laughs> The King of Diamonds. So this is how I started out. But I want to actually show you uh, what we can do with cards that connects to our mind. Because yeah. it has colors, numbers. It's easy to, to imagine, see. Um, so just for a moment, uh, just for a moment, I'll stand up. So I'll explain you what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand up. I would ask you to look at one card, remember it, suit color and number, and just remember it in your mind. All right? this I want you to look at the card show show everyone uh, and keep the card for yourself okay I'm all it. right now place it face down on my left yes right. perfect and I want you to just think of the card think if it's a red card or a black card uh, think if it's uh, so in red we have heart and diamond in black we have club and spade I would say that your card uh, is a red card I would say... Oh, I wasn't supposed to tell you. No, no, you can tell me. If, if I'm correct, you can tell me. It's fine. I would say more than that, your card is a diamond. Is a diamond. Um, so in, in diamonds, in cards, we have number cards and picture cards. Yours is, a, of course, a number card. Um, and is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10... Is it the six of diamonds? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I, I, it, I'm pretty sure I've seen this before many years ago, or this something along these lines. I, n I will never to this day understand how you guys do these things. <laughs> so those those are one of the a combination of the things that I uh, I used to do with uh, that some combines our mind, some combines uh, sleight of hands. Uh, so it's a mixture, but so the first thing you saw how I started with sleight of hands. Now you see things that connect more to psychology and to understand how people think. And I actually can teach you a little trick of how to uh, get a card from someone's mind, actually, and you can try it after. So it's easier uh, to do it with people with um, 
blue eyes or uh, light brown or things like this. For example, for me, you can't tell, uh, but... My eyes are pretty dark too. Yes, so with you, I had to use a different uh, way, but... Uh, what is it about lighter eyes? <laughs> I'll, I'll teach you right now. So our pupil, there is an idea in psychology that when we love someone or when we like something, our pupils get dilated. Mm. So the card for a moment becomes the love of your life. When you think about the card, when I, I reach to the color or the number or the suit, your pupils get dilated at that, that specific moment. Um, and it gives me a sign that that's your decision. That's what you chose. But how do you get the number? I go, so with you, I did something a little bit different. Um, but that technique is something that you can use and try after uh, with your friends, family. It will be a fun uh, thing to practice. You can see when you look at the eyes and for example, if I name one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I call them to ten. I see on which number the pupil get dilated. Um, That's so insane. <laughs> there are many things to, people give a lot of information all the time. So I used to use this information in, in my shows as That's an entertainment, crazy. but there are a lot of information that we just need to be aware. So I teach people today how to be aware of the information that people give away, give out always uh, through body language, tone of voice. People say things, but they don't mean to what they say, how to be aware of that, mm -hmm. how to be aware of the tonality of their voice, uh, their body language when they say something. There are a lot of different combinations for that, that we want to be aware. And it's not hard to understand when you start to get into this world. Uh, it will become easier and easier the more you practice and the more you do it, of course, but it's not that hard to understand once you know where to, what to look for. Mm. Fascinating. I never would have thought it was dilated pupils. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. Impressive. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you gave away that, that information. <laughs> But that can also be a way to tell that people are lying or telling the truth, probably. Uh, when you sit with people and they speak about something, so first of all, you can hear excitement in their voice when they speak about something they like, but you can also see that their pupils get dilated when they speak about something they like and ask more questions about the subject, about... So good conversation, I would say it comes uh, with... Uh, 3070 rule. My eyes say it's not not good enough to even notice the dilated pupils. I gotta get I gotta get LASIK now. <laughs> you we want to. I gotta uh, be really. Cl I gotta be look, like right up to them. Yeah, yeah. They say you know they say we have uh, two ears to listen more, and we have one mouth to speak. So we gotta listen more than what we speak. Uh, so we gotta pay attention more to what people say without them actually saying it. If it's by listening, if it's by seeing two eyes, two ears, mm -hmm. uh, we want to pay attention to those things uh, that people speak without speaking that. Um, and what I said before, I started to say that uh, we want to make sure there is this 3070 rule. This is a very effective rule if we want to make sure that we have effective, uh, we want to have good conversations with people. 70% we want to listen, 30% we want to speak. That way we can learn about the person more. We ask in the 30%, we want to ask in the 70%, 70% uh, listening, listening 30% speech, 30% speaking. We want in the 30% that we speak to ask also more questions. 
um, to understand, learn more about the person. If you're a salesman, uh, then this rule is a must rule for you uh, to learn more about your client, know what they really need, what they are looking for, what do they want, how do they imagine their future after buying your product. Uh, so there are different rules that we want to apply in com communication that will take it a step further and will make it more effective. That makes perfect sense. So I'm, 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 I just want to see more stuff, man. What else you got for me? <laughs> a whole show. <laughs> Dude, I, do you actually are you being funny? Um, we can try some more a little bit later. I, we'll see. Okay. Okay. I, I, yeah, I would just love to do that. Yeah. So, okay. So we covered the, the, we covered the cards. We talked about mentalists. What are some things that can help say a salesman, say I'm a realtor, what are some teachings that can help me become a better agent or a better salesman, interact with people better? So I would say first thing is pay attention to the, to pay attention to the person that we speak with, to our client. We want to make sure that we understand what he really wants, what he's looking for. So there is, there is the, pe the things that people say that they want mm -hmm. by asking them why they want to do it, why they are looking for this specific house, why do they're looking for this thing and not the other. By asking why, you get to core values of the person. And you want to make sure that you understand what are those core values that the person is looking for, actually, when he buys something. It doesn't matter if it's a house, if it's a phone, it doesn't matter. For in every everything that we do, we have a reason to choose one and not the other. And we want to understand as, as a salesman, salesman is basically helping people to get to a decision. Mm -hmm. You're a guide. Um, and by having this perception, we actually can help people get to a better decision in their life. But a lot of people perceive salesmen as, um, as, you know, not, not as good people, um, but actually, if you sell something that you believe in, you are a good person. Absolutely. So, and, and what I found that a lot of salesmen feel, feel bad selling, actually feel that, um, hard time to ask for money and shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. If you sell something that you believe, feel free and confident to sell it, mm -hmm. but you gotta make sure you sell it with your body language with your tone of voice. So if you come, uh, so there are like different uh, subconscious codes that make people to get to decisions also. For example, dress code. Um, so if you come, it depends on what you work at, but if you dress nice, if you dress with a suit or um, the way you dress is the way people will, what will people think of you before they actually had a conversation with you. It's your business card. Mm -hmm. So dress code, um, body language code, tonality code. You want to make sure that your first word, they will hear it clearly. They will hear it, uh, that they will think of you. This person knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. 
And when people believe in you, they will trust you and they will allow you to guide them. They need to choose you as a person to guide them along the process of buying an apartment. So mainly focus on the body language, your tonality, less on what you're going to say, more about how you're going to say it, um, your outfit, how you're going to dress out. Um, and we, we can g dive deeper into that. Um, we can, we'll dive a little bit, uh, deeper into that. I don't know what questions, uh, you have or prepared or, uh, there's plenty. I mean, I, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for all of the viewers to, to self-reflect a little, especially, especially if they're looking to do so. I mean, maybe some people just want to be, a, they just want to listen. I want to better understand what you're all about and see what principles you know that I don't know that I can apply to my life and just make me a better, more efficient person. So what I'm doing uh, is connecting people. Mm. That's the, I would say in a deeper level, I help people connect to other people. Mm. And if it's in social events, in everywhere we go, there are people, the world is all feel filled up with people and if we can actually influence others we can influence the world we can influence bigger things we can make bigger things do bigger things mm -hmm. and it's all about connections positive connections good connections if you know how to connect into the right path the right way with the right people at the right time you can have better results than looking for um, people say that if they had more money they would do that or if they had i don't know uh, it, people look for something they don't have right. but the one thing that if they will have it will bring them effective results is connections right so what i do is help people get to those connections and for example uh, if you are a relator and you go to a social event it's a great way. Many people look for uh, to buy a home um, and social event would be a good place to do it. But how can you do it? How can you engage with people you've never engaged before? So there is a rule that I call it the 60, 60 seconds rule, which we have 60 seconds from the moment we stepped our leg in the party in the social event to reach out to a person uh, we know or one of the organizers and say, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. If he doesn't know you, my name is Yuval um, and I'm uh, new around. I would love you to, uh, can you introduce me to a couple of people around? Um, and the person would love to do it. Uh, people that host the party or the person that invite you, I'm sure they know people. I've, I think either you've posted this or I watched this from someone else, but I actually rem I remember. I, I have this before. video in Hebrew. Uh, so I think I might have heard it from you. I probably watched yours, yeah. So you, we get into the party, into the event. We start to socialize. We start to network. We start to ask questions. So he brings us to a person. He says, hey, uh, nice to meet you. This is Yuval. This is uh, um, Eric. Uh, Eric is... Uh, Eric is doing real estate. Oh, wow, amazing. I'm uh, doing real estate too. Mm -hmm. Oh, it depends. You got to find a connection. Now you get into a deeper level. So you had the first 
path to engage with people. Mm-hmm. Now you got into the moment, you connect with someone. Now you need to uh, make the connection deeper. So the way I ask questions is, what do you love about your job? Why do you do this and not something else? I ask deeper questions. Why do you, what do you like mm-hmm. about your job? Oh, I like the uh, being able to um, move around and not stay in a one place. So I, I get to meet new people. Also, why do you like to meet new people? Or why do you like your job? Why do you do the things you do? Dive deeper. We have deeper meanings. For example, if I would ask you, why do you work as a relator? What I, would you say? I First, several reasons. I love doing it because I, first of all, I like property. I like the idea of especially luxury property. I love the idea of being able to sell a beautiful house. I love the idea of being able to help someone find that property or sell that property. I also love the idea of having to earn the money, meaning I have to earn the sale. I don't just go do a job, come in at five, leave it, uh, come in at nine, leave at five, and that's the end of it. I have one task, I do it, I go home. I love the idea of I, if I don't achieve, I don't make money. Why, why it is important to you? What I just said? Yeah. There's a hunter in me. I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, if, I, if I'm doing something that is just, if there's just one task to do and that's the end of it, I don't feel I'm living up to my full potential. And I also don't like the idea that a regular job has a ceiling where I'm only as good as that amount of money. They may give me a raise. They might give me a bonus. But I'm also building someone else's dream. I need to be in charge of my own destiny. Why, why, it, why is it important for you to be in charge of your own destiny? Because I'm going to die one day and this is my only shot. You know, like it's my only chance. I, I also love, I also want to be, I have the, the work ethic and the drive and the, the dream. I'm a big dreamer, you know, and I, I have a vision of how I want my life to go. And this is, these are the things I need to do. So you see now, now I learned about you, that you are yeah. a big dreamer. I learned that you, um, you don't like to do things the way other people do it. You don't, you're not looking for a regular job. You're looking to do something in your own style. Um, what more have I learned from you? I learned, uh, so the main thing is that you are a dreamer. And now I would say the question, the moment you said the dreamer, the question that will follow is what are you dreaming about? Um, and then you get deeper with people. You get to deep conversation. As you see this smile, because your brain is imagining your future, your yes. dreams. I'm also, you're, you're 100% right. I'm also super, I'm very happy that you're taking an interest to in what I'm saying. Like you, and you seem to have a genuine interest. Yes, because people are interesting. I, right. I, I don't know what I will I'm learn also, from you. This is why I love this podcast, because I love every episode is a new learning experience, man. It's a phenomenal way to learn. It's, I can go and read books, and I, when I was younger, I used to love reading. I'll be honest, I don't really like reading that much anymore. This is my way to, to soak up knowledge. I love it. Yeah, I, I always ask people. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> fascinated with people. So when I ask a question, I don't ask a question because I want to connect with you. I ask question because I have a real interest in you as a person, Bro, and I'm a, sure you... And I'm sure there is something new that you know that I don't know. And this there's is a bromance. There's a bro- there's a bromance starting. I don't, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs>
we, I'm, I'm speaking for myself. I'm speaking for myself. Definitely. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I'm a super deep person. This is literally why I do this. My friends back in New York used to tease me. And I took it very, very much as a compliment. And I still very much do now, especially. They used to tease me about being a big DMC person. DMC is a deep, meaningful conversation. It's like a, an acronym. And... And I would literally strike up conversation with the most random people at the train station, at a random event, who knows what. I would talk to the most random people and just sit there for a half hour getting into some deep discussion with them. And they're like, here he goes again with DMC <laughs> King, having a stupid, you know. And I don't say stupid necessarily. I don't think they ever said that, but they would say it in like a joking way where they're yes. almost like making fun of me for it. But I would always say, honestly, guys, I take it as a massive compliment. And they would always be like, it is a compliment, but I would do it all the time. And I've come to realize that like, I like to be fun and, and, and lighthearted too. Like there are times I can be a total like crazy, you know, fun five-year-old kind of person, but more, more than not, I end up getting into very deep talks with people because I, I need to know who they are. I always crave knowing who this person is on a deeper level. Like the surface level doesn't do it for me. Yeah. That, the, there is, there is the conversation graph mm -hmm. uh, for the listeners imagine a graph for the ones that watch the video still imagine a graph uh, so we start with shallow um, shallow question for example what's your name where are you from what do you do for a living and you dive deeper why do you do the things you do um, what excites you about it what are your dreams you dive deeper until you reach a certain level of a certain subject, for example, dreams. I, I saw in your eyes, when you said dreams, as we spoke about body language at the beginning, when you said dreams, your eyes opened. They were, you had a little smile, a little smile in your, in your face. So I know this question touches your, you more than others. And I know that if I would keep asking you about that, I would have a deep, deep conversation about it. About that. Yes, that you will feel good about it. So, I want to make sure that I understand also what subjects to ask each person. Um, and as I go through the conversation, I see when the eyes are opening more, when the person is more excited, when he's taking a step back, he's more uh, less comfortable to speak about a certain subject or he's more comfortable comfortable to speak about. We want to pay attention to that. Sometimes people are not, uh, not comfortable to open up uh, to a person, but there are also ways to allow people to feel comfortable as we spoke at the beginning of the podcast. Um, and we want to understand that at the deep level of the conversation graph, this is where we gain insights. So at an insight level, for example, with, uh, as we spoke here about dreams, this is where the conversation, me and you, both of us would gain insights from this conversation because it would go into your world into your perspectives, you will gain insights about yourself from speaking about it and from imagining it. And I will gain insights from your knowledge, from your perspective. And this is where the conversation will feel good. And then we want to close it up the same way we opened it. So we, um, if I asked you about your dreams, I would say, wow, it looks like that you're a big dreamer and you have definitely good plans for your life. Um, and I'll close it up. I'll close it up again with um, I go a little bit higher uh, back. I go back to shallow kind of um, 
you are a very interesting person to meet uh, and I'm glad I met you Rafi. So mm-hmm. I go from deep, I play with the depth of the conversation, shallow, deeper, 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 really deep, and then go back to shallow. But now I went back to shallow after I gained insights and I had a good feeling. So next time we're gonna see each other, we will actually feel good and feel more close. Um, and that's what we wanna do. We wanna make sure people feel good around us. Um, and when we speak, I'm pretty sure that people will start reflect you the same questions that you ask them. So also be prepared to answer some questions, but uh, people will like to hear also about you. So it's a game. It's mm. not about thinking only about yourself. When you think about others, they will think about you. I have nothing. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's very accurate. What about you? What are your dreams? What are my dreams? Um, so I would say um, at a very young age, my main dream was to uh, perform in Vegas. Uh, a magic show in Vegas. Um, but as I grew, it's not because I grew, it's because my uh, my goals and life path um, shifted in a way uh, in towards uh, seminars and lectures. And um, I would say my new, my new goal um, is to uh, go do a big tour uh, in the U.S. Uh, for uh, my seminars, which is uh, teaching people how to connect better with people, how to feel better in life, how to build confidence, uh, something that I did in Israel, uh, but now one of the reasons that I'm here is to open it to the world. Uh, so this is the next goal that is uh, the, the one that is uh, closer now. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's. I'm taking time to. So one thing, by the way, one thing that that stuck with me though, is that you were saying um a lot. That's Did I say? You were saying ah, uh, like um, like you're using fillers a lot, and that was one thing that kind of stuck with me. Like I was getting like sidetracked with that. But I guess it's also a language barrier thing. It's like an Israeli thing. Uh, it is. Israeli, I would say. I would say thing. it depends also when uh, when I switch between languages. It's funny. Um, my brain, a funny thing that happens to me is when I move from English to Hebrew, um, is that you see, this is, by the way, this is part of my personality is like, I actually mention it. Yeah. Yeah. My brain, <laughs> my brain needs to adjust <laughs> to the language, it's a language barrier more uh, more so, yeah. which is funny. If I would speak, for example, before we spoke some Hebrew, some English, uh, and, and my brain would start to <laughs> needs to process Hebrew and English together. But I would say that if I speak English, only English, my brain is more comfortable to speak in English. If I switch to Hebrew for a moment, it's my brain uh, goes all over a reset again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, goes, <laughs> it goes into like hyper, hyper mode, hyper crazy. It's funny. Mode. Yeah, man, this is an, this is very thought provoking discussion, man. I, I, it's very interesting. Yeah, I, did, I, I just I'm so curious to know what else you can, I, I, I want to go through a whole experiment. Like I, what I want, man, is for someone who's either much older than me or someone like you that's very 
experienced in this sort of thing to analyze my entire being and say, here's what I just want God to come down and be like, you need to do these things and you will get everything you want. And I was just like, okay, great. You're an asshole. I damn it. This is what you can do to fix it. Okay, great. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how deep you want to go in the podcast, but, uh, <laughs> dude, I will, I'm, dude, I'm willing to go all in honestly. So I would say, I would say, for example, so I started a little bit before, uh, about you from the handshake from analyzing you. So as I said, you're a very emotional person, uh, which is, uh, you used to see it in your life, uh, sometimes not always as a good thing because you, so. All right, so let's start from the beginning. You're very confident. You're comfortable with people. Uh, people like to be around you. And you have good, positive thinking, knowledgeable person. You like to help people also grow in their life. One of the things that I would say that will take you to the next level, because each one of us has our next level all the time, um, is pay attention more to to your emotions sometimes you try to put your emotions aside that's why when you said I'm, I, I, I'm very emotional I didn't even I was like I don't think that that was the one thing I didn't think I think I am probably pretty emotional but I've learned to ignore it like I kind of just so the, the point is that that's your magic. One of your, uh, the emotions is one of your magic. One of the things that makes you special. You know what though? I think the emotion comes out in, in conversations. When you go deeper. I think the convert, this is why I like deep, meaningful conversations. I saw it when we, when we said, when we had a, a little experiment about how to go deeper in conversations and we got to the dreams, right. that's where you had the emotion coming out where you're, I, I see when people speak from their emotions you see their eyes opening they're more passionate because you touch things that are deeper uh, so i would say that the main thing is bring emotions instead of putting them aside bring them use them it's beautiful how a deep world you have inside you. I do think I use, but I, you know, it's funny. I do think I use it in my podcast and I think I do use it. Here's my thing. I need to trust someone to really bring it out. Even if I just, the thing is it's because I can meet someone for the first time and I'll, and if I vibe with them, we'll get into a deep passionate discussion, but I won't trust them that quickly. So I won't reveal too much about myself or like my own insecurities right off the bat until I trust them. But if, but we can still get into deep discussion about life or daily things. So emotions doesn't mean insecurity or it doesn't mean, um, emotions actually means being able to share what we feel. People think that if we share emotions, it makes us vulnerable and people can use it to their advantage. But when we trust people, even though if the person is not trustworthy or the person tries to use it for their own advantage, if we have our cards open, I don't say, say our whole uh, life story and uh, um, in one time, because it's also impossible. But when we speak, we want to make sure we share real things because it will allow people to connect with us in a deeper level and even someone that try to use it for their own advantage they can use it it's it's my life it's uh, my story it's 
you can't use it for something. But I have an interesting caveat for you, though. You're saying that emotions are power. However, well, not however, in addition, do you believe that if you're married to someone or if you're dating someone that you should be completely vulnerable all the time and emotional? Um, relationships is... As a man, I'm being specific though. As a man, do you think you should, you should do that? I think that being vulnerable is a good thing. Being open in relationship is a good thing because it builds trust. And people are people. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes the more open we keep it, uh, I'm gonna rip this out. That's cool. <laughs> when we speak about things that bother us, when we share it, when we speak freely, we feel confident, comfortable to speak about our emotions. It creates a stronger connection with, if it's the partner or even with friends, uh, the connection becomes stronger when we speak about our emotions. If we hold it inside and if something happened and we hold it inside, time will pass but something will not stay the same. We want to deal with problems by opening up. Don't fear to speak about things that bother us, that we want to share, that being vulnerable, fears that we have in mind. Also, as, as uh, we got to know with who to share each problem. Uh, sometimes we want to share just for the reason that we feel that we want to share uh, and it's fine. But sometimes we want to share to get an advice. So if we want to get the professional advice, um, then asking, maybe asking the uh, girlfriend or husband or whatever, it, it wouldn't be effective as asking someone professional in the field or a friend that is working in the field. So we gotta know who to ask which question, uh, but we want also to feel comfortable by just sharing with our partners in life uh, just to feel better with ourselves. Same as yeah. I hope that uh, they will do with you. I do think that being that you, you, your partner should know who you are. You shouldn't be hiding things from your partner ever. I do think that as a man specifically, we have a duty to be somewhat stoic in creating that security for our, for our woman. And I think someone used this analogy of, of waves crashing into a mountain and women can be the waves and we can be the mountain. And obviously the, that can switch. I think overall, even if we're emotional about something, doesn't mean we should always just let it out. Sometimes we need to keep the control of that and say, okay, this is hard. I don't need to bring my problems home with me to my wife every single day. And I think that's, there's, there's an interesting dance with that because I, th I think a woman, and I, I'm not a woman, but through, through just life experience, I find that more often than not, your wife will want to know that you're secure in your emotions, that even if you are emotional, even if you are going through hardship, you can handle it. So that's, and, that's something different. Okay. Being able to manage our emotions, okay. it's not necessarily the opposite from sharing it. We can share emotions, but we can manage it at the same time. So you're saying you're not coming home asking her for, you're not coming home as a, as a wrecked mess. You're just saying, hey, this is what it, this is what it is, and I'm handling it. Yes, is that what you mean? handling it. Or if sometimes we need to organize our brain, or what what do you think? What what is your perspective about it? Uh, and sometimes people will actually say something like, you know what? I really don't understand what is the whole problem. This is X. This is Y. 
and just solve it this way. Have you? Have you? When was the last time you dated somebody? So I I, I dated <laughs> uh, somebody. Because uh, <laughs> I don't. They don't. The, the ladies don't always want you to solve their problems. No. This so is a, so this is a common. Uh, Miscon- I, I don't I, I'm uh, <laughs> I gotta show you a video later I'll tell you what it's not about um, so it depends it depends I feel that uh, what you're talking about uh, is not necessarily in specifically a relationship what you're talking about is I think most most connected the beginning when something is uh, more building itself um, but in a relationship we want to make sure we are open with our emotions. We want to show also uh, that we can handle things. We can handle, we should handle things. <laughs> this is right, life. We right. should handle things. Right. We should have the confidence to do things, to chase our dreams, to handle. We can't uh, wait that always everything will be sweet. No. Uh, we must handle both the uh, harder uh, gifts and the good gifts, the things, the gifts that we like and the gifts that we don't like. But everything is a gift. Everything will bring us to be a better person. So, but we want op- openness, openness with people, being open, speaking more, sharing, will actually show about confident with ourselves. We're confident to share our vulnerability. We're not vulnerable if we're sharing things that we feel vulnerable about 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 them you you get what i'm saying I do get what you're saying we're comfortable with our emotions we're comfortable with being who we are we don't fear from our emotions we don't fear from being humans sure i just, i'm with my friends i'm super open my well, my close friends know pretty much everything about me i'm very very open with my friends i i just have to trust i can't you know I, i'll tell people about me i'm on a podcast people who watch my stuff they know a decent amount about me just from listening to the podcast but when it comes to deeper information certain vulnerabilities I, I need people who I know are there for I have my best interest but that's how you build friendships mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. people there are people that stays in our life for the long term for the longer game and people that are there for a short amount of time and people that come go come back again we have different types of friends different types of people around us and it's fine that we have the core people that are there for a lifetime and uh, if you have those in your life it's amazing sometimes we discover them along the way sometimes they change a little bit sometimes we discover uh, long life friends um, along the way but as long as we connect with people and we allow ourselves to be open we see who are those that are open with us back those who connect with us back those who are share the same values same ideas same uh same values mainly that we can trust so but only by being open we can discover those people you're right yeah you're right that makes sense i i hold on i just want to maybe yeah it's working yeah no that's true that's true for sure Vulnerability is important. I, I just find that um, it's different with guys. I find that the, the male ex- male to male is different than male to female. In what way? I, I find that the way I interact with is different. Um, I find that I'm not that I pers- necessarily act differently. I think to some degree maybe we all do to some degree, but I don't. 
I, I, I always want to make sure that if I'm with someone, especially if I care, if I really like this a woman, that even if she knows a lot about me, hopefully she'll know pretty much everything about me, I still have a very strong frame with her, meaning that she see, sees me as that protector and provider. That's So when you say that, you mean that the person that you want to see as a protect, as you as a protector is a person that you are interested dating or just dating dating so it's different it's different when we uh, speak with friends or a person we want to date our also our body language and tonality and everything will change uh, also so there is a different different um, approaches to each thing we we're not gonna talk to a friend uh, same way to a person that we want to date. Uh, I wonder. I wonder what you're like with people that you with women that you that you date. <laughs> do you do you get into these very deep talks almost all the time, or do you do? Are you also very light spoken in terms of? Do you keep a lot of light? Um, what's the word? Uh, just kind of surface conversation, or do you end up getting into deep discussions? It, it really de- re- really depends on the person. Depends on the person. Uh, it depends on the person. Some people uh, with some. Uh, go deeper conversations with some more light it really depends on the person uh but same as everything in life it depends on the person we are talking with who do you relate to more what kind of women do you typically do you have more of an interest in the ones who like to have deeper discussion or the ones that have or tendency to have lighter discussion um i would say mainly to uh those who have dreams and those who are have uh can bring another perspective to situations. Uh, so, someone that I can uh, speak with uh, deeply, I would say so. But I feel that um, as people, we want someone that we can speak with that will understand our perspective. And we also feel more connection to people that understand us. So it's also in, in our psychology, we want people that kind of kind of uh kind of a little bit like us we find similarities in people we like Mm -hmm. uh, and we like people that have similarities so by finding certain things that you like about yourself you will see that you find them also around people in your good friends i'm sure you find shared values uh with someone you uh date and you yes and no yes and no actually i do find that many of my close friends do have big dreams what i do find to be very rare in people in general especially uh, how old are you i'm 24 okay yeah people just speaking from my age people in their late 20s and i definitely when they're younger even more so most people want a lot of things very few people have a very strong discipline meaning they say they want what they want what i find just interacting with most people i interact with at my age in my late 20s very few people are going after it aggressively you speak about a big problem that called human (laughs) i guess (laughs) we can't we can't have everything perfect but there are things that we find similar that are more important for us. That's why we feel more free to speak with them. We have more, the jokes uh, goes along better. The everything has a certain flow. Mm-hmm. Um, so the closer we are to a person, the more vulnerable we are. Uh, 
um, and it should be like that. It makes sense. Um, there are ways to make the process faster, uh, to uh, make connections stronger and faster. Um, and we want to make sure uh, that we actually allow ourselves to be vulnerable and be ourselves and be confident and comfortable with our emotions, with our feelings, because real confident in life, being self-confident is being confident about who we are from our inner, <laughs> inner part of us, outer part of us, that everything has a reason, everything, uh, everything we have is a gift. And we want to be aware of that and be grateful for that. Um, and I would say that's the main thing that we want to remember, gratefulness. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. No, you're, you're, everything you're saying is fantastic. I love it. So, okay. So, in, I mean, we, we covered a hell of a lot of ground, man. I, I've, I've asked the question. I know getting to know you more, I'll have more questions, and we'll, we'll tell each other things about each other, and we'll ask each other more questions. Are there any other kind of things you'd want to perform, any kind of tests, like mental tests? Um I'll, I'll ask you that. Do you have, okay. uh, I asked you before to think of a word or something that you can uh, imagine. Okay. You have it in mind right now? I'm trying to remember what, yes, I do. Um, I don't know why I have a feeling, is it, it connects in any way? Uh, is it something that you can draw or imagine? Technically, I can, I can do both. All right. I mean, I wouldn't draw it very well. I would be pretty bad at drawing right. it. <laughs> so I, I see, I, because I see uh, something that connects not only to one person, but I see two people. There's two people, arguably more. There's two people for sure. Uh, I don't know why I see it connect in some way to relationship in some way. Yeah. Yes. Is it um, like an image that I'm getting, I'm not sure if it is or it is not or something else, but I, I see an image of a, like a wedding or something like this as a, as a marriage. <laughs> That's really crazy. <laughs> That's really crazy. It was either family or marriage. I don't remember which one it was. I put one of those down. I don't remember what it was. That's weird. That's wild. You didn't see that paper? It was there. I, I wasn't That's here. Insane. I didn't touch it. That's insane. What gave that away, man? How do you do that? You know how to keep a secret. I keep a secret. Same as I. I can keep a secret too. Okay. I can't tell. No. <laughs> some things I can't tell. I can. Some things I can't. Okay. So it, well, it depends. You, give it, you can't give away. Uh, so give at away. least the, there are things that uh, connects to the entertainment world, um, uh, that connects to performance that uh, I can't give away. But uh, things that, a lot of things that I teach in the lectures or in the workshops are things that people can apply mm -hmm. to things that they see or saw me doing um, by guessing names, uh, things that people think. So it, it really depends. But I would say mainly, um, I, I would say I would summarize it. Um, we give a lot of information, start to pay attention to what is the information that people give you based on the body language. Even if you don't know exactly what it means, pay attention to their, the way they stand, the way they speak. Start to think with yourself what it means. It's incredible that you're able to dissect 
that knowledge and be able to figure out what I wrote down on the paper like that take, must take years to, to be able to do that I I, I'm, I I definitely would say I can I can always grow to become a better listener and I can grow in every area of my life I just would not be able to figure out what you wrote down <laughs> on the paper I don't think so you know what let's test it you want to test yeah, it? yeah let's test it you want me to do yes, something right. uh, working the other way <laughs> What would be the purpose of what would be the purpose? Oh, you were saying for me to for you to write down what I was thinking. Is that what you meant? No, no, no. I'll do whatever you want. No, no. no. What I meant was what what did you mean by the question initially? What did you oh, think? Well, I meant? If you if you want me to write just whatever or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specific. Well, something that you're specifically thinking about right. right now as you're writing it. All right. Okay. Yeah, this is way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how am I supposed to know what that is? So I I, I would. My first assumption is dreams or goals, something along those lines. Um, now I'm just shooting in the dark, man. I have no idea. I'm just guessing. <laughs> no, it was something. If I wrote that, son. How the hell you 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 would have been able to get that from me? That's crazy. If I wrote down son, you would have got. You're confident you would have gotten that. Uh, you could see some uh, look some videos online after, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's crazy. See what's crazy. What's even crazier is you can you can use this to do some pretty bad things, like you and I can tell you use it for good. You have a very good nature, but having this kind of knowledge and skill, you can if you were looking to do wrong, you could do some pretty shitty things. That's I would, what's so crazy. I would say that uh, the knowledge can be applied for uh, manipulating people, for making people do certain things. Um, there, are, but for the long run, it wouldn't work. You Is can everyone? fool someone once, maybe twice, third time. Okay. I'm, I'm out. Uh, so you want to use it in a good way. You want to make sure you're believing what you're saying, that you're honest. Uh, you want to use those techniques in a way that can help others because that in that way they will really connect. The connection will be real. Um, no, eventually, you, eventually you're exposed and people know, know that. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yuval, this is awesome. I definitely would love to delve deeper. So yeah, this is, this has been a really, really awesome conversation. Yuval, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. It was amazing. It was fascinating. Um, and sure I wish was. everyone keep chasing your dreams. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, whatever you're looking to do probably is not going to be easy. I can tell you from experience. The things that I've, I've been doing have been proven to be very difficult, but they're very worth it. And if there's anything you're trying to do that you're having trouble with, whether it's actually starting or continuing, feel free to always reach out. We can get on a call. We can talk. Happy to help. So, yes, make sure to follow Yuval at Yuval Terren. That, that's, we'll, we'll, we'll post his, his link if you're having trouble spelling or pronouncing that. We'll make sure to put the link in there. Again, guys, make sure to uh, check out Rafi, the realtor for any real estate needs. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, leave your comments. And I hope you enjoyed. This has been another episode of Soothing Semantics. Until next time.